0: Hello everyone. Welcome back to American Billiard Radio. Yes, we still exist. I still do episodes. I don't do them every week and I'm going to stop making excuses. But yes, I am still alive and yes, we do still do episodes. It would take quite a bit of time to catch up on everything that transpired since the last episode. So we'll just give you highlights from the last week or so. Uh, Everybody was in Vegas, it seemed. Uh, At the South Point, the BCA trade show was going on alongside the Junior Nationals. At the Rio, the BCA, quote-unquote, World Championship, we won't go any further down that road, was taking place. At the same time as that, the Diamond Las Vegas Open, which Nils Fajan won, beating Misko Fortunski from Poland in the finals. Skyler Woodward's the top finishing American in third place. And he ended up tied with a gentleman, Carlos Ariel Castro. I've, I've never heard of him. As I was putting the results into AZ Billiards, his name wasn't even in the database, which really surprises me. Um, of note, fifth place finisher, Ko Ping Chung. And the reason I say of note is because Ko Ping Chung is now your reigning World Tenball champion. That event took place right after the Diamond Las Vegas Open. He beat number one ranked Joshua Filler in the finals and it was streamed online by CSI. They did an outstanding job of covering the event. Uh, Jeremy Jones did commentary for most of the matches. It was a free stream. Jeremy's an outstanding commentator. For the maybe one or two people who didn't get a chance to watch that while it happened, it was a great match. It streamed on YouTube, so you can go to the Q Sport International page and see all those videos. If you haven't seen them, you're definitely missing something. As I said back at the South Point, the Junior Nationals were going on. And we had six divisions playing, 14 and under girls. Slyler Hess from Bowie, Maryland, beat Kennedy Maimon, That was the 14-and-under girls division. 16-and-under girls Tatum Cutting defeated Tiana Zhang in the finals. And and 18-and-under girls Vivian Liu defeated Casey Cork in the finals. In the boys division, 14-and-under, Lozaro Martinez III defeated Trenton White. Cody Allen defeated Matthew Wisely in the 16-and-under boys division. And Caden Hunkins came back and beat Lucas fracasso Werner in the finals of the 18-and-under boys. I say came back because Lucas took the hot seat and Caden came back through the one-loss side and double-dipped him in the finals. Caden is from Waukesha, Wisconsin. Lucas is from Wallingford, Connecticut. I got a chance to watch Lucas play last year uh, in Vegas he he's got all the ability in the world. I expect to see him doing quite a bit in the game. Now, I have two interviews for you this week. I talked to Phil Autiri with Money Match Promotions. Uh, Phil's got his first big streaming match coming up. And during the interview, he kind of announces his second streaming match. And he talks about some of his other plans, which there's an awful lot of them. So... That's the first interview. The second interview today is with Ra Hanna with On The Wire Creative Media. Ra's another one. If you haven't had a chance to see him at a tournament, you're missing out. I made a comment a couple months ago after doing a a joint podcast with Nate over at Cue It Up, the the podcast that you really should be listening to for those weeks when I'm not doing a podcast because he does an awful lot more than I do. But I made a comment back when I did that interview with him about how much energy and enthusiasm he had for the game. Ra is a whole other breed of enthusiasm, and I'll give you a chance to listen to that here in just a moment. Now, before I get to the interview with Phil, as usual, my soapbox... While I was in Vegas, the announcement was made from Matchroom Sport or Matchroom Multisport of an increased prize fund for the U.S. Open Nine Ball Championship next year and the dates. They announced their dates as April 13th through the 18th, 2020. Okay, that's great. Problem is, that's the exact same week as the 2020 Super Billiards Expo in Pennsylvania. I don't know which, I I don't know who put their dates out first. All I know is there is a pro event that takes place at the Super Billiards Expo every year. And the turnout for that event is going to be extremely small because anybody who can run a rack is going to be in Vegas playing in the U.S. Open. I, I heard a comment years and years ago from someone from a... Billiards Association. And he tried to make the argument to me that pro players need different options where they can make a living. And he tried to take that and follow the logic to they should have more events on the same week or same weekend which made no sense to me whatsoever if i'm a pro player i want to be able to play this weekend and then even if i have to go across the country play the next weekend i don't want to have to choose which tournament to play in i'm I'm gonna you know rear back and pat myself on the back here az billiards has been around for 20 plus years we have a calendar on the site if you're a promoter and you put your dates on your own site and say, okay, there you go, they were announced. They weren't really announced. You can't just say, I, I announced it on my website, and if someone scheduled on top of me, then they should have known better. We can't go to every site. And I'm not trying to I'm not trying to pick on Super Billiards Expo. This is something that's been going on for a while. I've talked about it on the show before. I've heard other promoters make the comment well, we listed the dates on our site, so if you stepped on those dates, that was on you. No, it's not. We need one place where all tournaments can be listed. And look, if there's another site out there that gets as much traffic or has been around as long, which, okay, yeah, I know there isn't, but if, look, if the BCA wants to put up a calendar and have all the major promoters report their dates to the BCA, I'm perfectly fine with that but there's got to be some central repository for tournament information so that we don't have episodes like this the pros are just going to lose out and the fans are going to lose out because they'll have to choose between the super billiards expo or the u.s open they shouldn't have to choose there is not enough money or interest flowing through this game where you can choose one or the other for a year and just not attend the other one okay I'll get off my soapbox again. Uh, Again, my first interview was with Phil Autieri from Money Match Promotions. Phil talks about his upcoming Shane Van Boning Jason Shaw Challenge match. He announces his second challenge match. And he talks about some of his other plans and what got him started into streaming. So, here you go. Phil Autieri very proud to be joined now by Phil Autiri. Phil is the man behind the newly launched Money Match Promotions. Phil, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great. Yourself?
0: I'm good. I'm good. Um, Was at the trade show last week. Uh, Things are looking up. Uh, Now, I saw one of your players at the trade show. I saw Shane. We were presenting him with an award. Uh, When I say your players, I'm referring to this first match that you have scheduled, which, well, do you want to tell the people about it?
1: Yeah, sure. We have our first match is August 16th, 17th, and 18th, with Shane Van Bonings playing Jason Shaw. The format's going to be a race to 100 over three days. That um, We have 30,000 in the middle, so there's 15,000 being put up by each side. Uh, what we did, we did something a little different with these matches. So the, the vision behind Money Match Promotion is, I, you know, one of my things is I truly believe that the reason why pool is being held to where it's at and it's not growing is the it, it's not like any other sport. So if we want to be like every other sport, then we need to do things like any other sport. And I think the gambling aspect of the game, it's not very strong. Now, clearly in the pool world, we have gambling involved and, and, and the, you know, the pool community is betting amongst each other and staking matches, but on the global side, we just don't have the, the amount of social gamblers. And I think one of the reasons that we don't have a large enough audience that that's interested in watching pool is because we just don't have, there's no baseline to go off of. You know, if you go online and you hear about perfect example, my flyer gets put online on Facebook and people want to ask, well, I like Shane, I'll give you four games going to 100. Well, I'll give you six, or I'll give you two to one of the money. There's no universal place to go to get a line. Like if the Cowboys were playing the Giants, they, you know, Las Vegas comes up at a line, social gamblers then go see the line and say, well, I like the Giants. And, you know, just like me, I'm not going to turn on a football game unless I have $2 on the game to keep my, you know, to keep my interest there. So what we did was, we created what's called fantasy lines, and what fantasy lines is is as I had, I have some programmers and, and a Las Vegas handicapper, and we're we're taking information from you know, and I'm not sure if, how much I can go into it because they're not really involved with us, but we're we're basing it off of Fargo ratings in a sense. I mean, I, I truly believe that Fargo is a pioneer in how the game is going to change, whether they that was their plan or not. Um, but what they did, they did something great. They came up with skill levels for everybody and rated everybody. And, and obviously as well as they do, their Fargo ratings go up or down. So we're, we're using that as a baseline to go off of, and then obviously with implied probabilities and a bunch of other factors as how we're generating a line. So we created a website that should be live, hopefully by the Shane and Shaw match, where you'll be able to go to my website. It's a free membership, enter your information pick the two pros that you want that, that happen to be playing. It doesn't have to be my match. It could be any match. So, you know, just an example, let's say you're in a pool room and sky's about to play uh, Justin Bergman. You could go on my website, type in sky's name, type in Justin Bergman's name, click the drop down box of what the race is, click go, and it's going to generate a handicap line on the game. So if it's a race to 21 based on Fargo's, it may be sky's getting two games or sky's given one game. What the money line is. The money line obviously is going to be what the odds are. So I'm going to lay 120 to win 100, or, or I'm laying uh, 100 to win 130. We're also going to have an over and under on the on the match as well. So if it's a race to 50, and and the over under is 44, then that's you know it's a it's a same thing just like any other sport. So we're just giving people the the ability to have a baseline to go off of instead of people having their opinions and whether it's right or wrong or who's close or not really shouldn't make a difference. Uh, and that, that's really what we wanted to do is just have some fun with it and create a baseline, uh, for, for people, you know, just, just fans to go to and be able to get an accurate line in the game. So we did that with this match. So just as an example, this match based on Fargo ratings and some other factors, Shane is giving Jason Shaw two games on the wire. Well, not two games on the wires, I'd say. It's just minus two, just like a game. They're both going to race to 100. It's not like Shaw is going to race to 98. They both race to 100. If Shaw wins, one, uh, let's say Shane wins 100 to 99, Shane would win the match, but the betters would win because Shaw is getting two games, because he would be at 101, two games plus 99. Um, and that's, that's how we based it. So, so the line for the Shaw and Shane match is Shane giving Shaw two. The over-under is... Uh, I believe it's 192 in the money line. I want to say it's 120 to win 100, and vice versa. I, I, don't quote me on that exactly, but uh, it's it's on my flyer. It's on all the flyers that are floating around online now.
0: Okay, um, let's go back a little bit before this match. What what got you into what what made you decide that you wanted to start money match promotions? Now you were you were doing some streaming uh, challenge matches before, weren't you?
1: So, yes, I was. I was uh, I partnered up with with Jeff Sullivan, with Sully Vision and and him and I had created the Clash of the Titans. And it it, it did well. Our first match was Sky and Shaw. Our second match was Shane and Chang. And then after that match, I had pulled out and decided to go in a different direction. Uh, I think Jeff's a great guy. I think he does a lot for the game and a lot for the players. We just had a difference in opinion of where I wanted to go and where he wanted to go. Um, so I decided to kind of back out from that, walk away, and and start Money Match Promotions. My my vision, it's it's a little it's a little complicated because it goes in a lot of different directions. But you know, I, I watch a lot of these tournament directors, event planners. They put on an event, an exhibition, a money match, whatever it may be. They go to the sponsors, they have their hand out, and what do the sponsors get in return? sponsors get their name on, on the stream, their logo on the stream, the logo on the artwork, but they don't ever really get any return on their investment. So we wanted to do something a little bit different. So my plan was to create money match promotions, bring these really exciting matches, not an elimination. I could have Shane here 15 times. If I wanted to, I could have whoever I want, you know, the hottest players that the fans want to see and just create exciting matches for the fans. With that being said, I came up with the concept that we were going to do an online store, which our vision is to be like the Amazon billiard Supplies. We'll have shoes, apparel, instructional videos that we're going to be filming. And basically, the, the four players that I signed into a management agreement, which I did in Las Vegas, and those four players is uh, Shane Van Boning, Sky Woodward, Jason Shaw, and Earl Strickland. Uh, they signed into a management agreement with my company. And what that entails is... I will make sure that they get matches. I'm going to play them in matches. I'm going to make sure that they have, you know, that they're staked in these matches. They're real money matches. There's real money on the line. It's not an exhibition. It's not fake numbers, fake money. Uh, and with that being said, above and beyond the matches and the ability to win the money, I'm going to do some other stuff for them. So our plan is going back to the sponsors. Is i, I you know, we're figuring out ways on how we could benefit the sponsors. So yes, we do have our hand- handout you know, sponsor us, give us a few bucks, give us some merchandise, we'll sell it. But our plan is to drive traffic from these four player social media platforms and drive it to our website to sell products that will benefit our sponsors and the manufacturers. And our plan is simple. The more money that we make our sponsors and manufacturers, the more money they can give us, the more money they can put back into pool, the more money our players make. And this is how I believe that we can grow the game. My background is, marketing and advertising for the last 20 something years. Um, I'm real good at driving traffic to a website or driving traffic to a location. Um, I, I, I feel pretty confident that we'll be able to help, you know, help sell a lot of products and be able to create a lot of money. With that being so uh, said, any product that's sold on our website, the players, I have what's called a players pool. So every time the products get sold on the website, uh, my players that are in, in my group, they're going to get a notification and they're going to make a percentage off of every sale that comes in. So it's something for them to think long term and create, you know, kind of like that mailbox money, retirement money uh, to where they could generate and make money. So the good thing is, you know, perfect example. Let's just say Shane, for instance, he signed with Q-Tech. And let's say at the end of the year, we sell 800 Q-Tech queues throughout the year on our website. Well, not only do we make QTech a lot more money, but we also raise, raise Shane's value. Now we can go back to Q-Tech at the end of the year, sit down with them, and say, Hey, you know, we helped you sell a thousand more Qs this year. We believe Shane's value is X, and hopefully we can get Shane more money or show more money, uh, as well as building solid relationships with these different manufacturers uh, and sponsors that come on board. So that's that's a big part of what we're doing. I think the players are excited. They're looking, you know, looking to make more money instead of just traveling from place to place and if they don't win a tournament they don't make any money this is something that they can make money while they're sleeping or winning a tournament or get eliminated from a tournament every time somebody purchases something they're going to they're going to earn a profit off of that
0: so when you're talking about the management agreement you're actually talking about going to uh, representing that player to potential and current sponsors That is
1: correct. So the deal that I have with them inside the management agreement is, as our plan is to help these guys generate more money and build up their name and build up their brand and, and build up their value basically. So, you know, when it comes down to, I am actively now searching for, you know, sponsors for, you know, a few of my players that, whatever they don't have. So, you know, obviously most of these guys have, have relationships Uh, With their sponsors now, we're not trying to get in the middle of that in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I actually have decent relationships and good relationships with all the sponsors that our players have now. Um, Our key is really just to help our players' sponsors make more money, help them sell their products. You know, these sponsors, they, they go into a deal with, you know, Sky and Shane and Shaw and Earl or whatever it may be. And it's great. You know, they play with their equipment. They play with this. But is a product really moving as as fast as they should just by them playing with it? Well, we want to help showcase that. We want to really push out there and push the brand. I mean, I have I hired a team of social media managers that's going to be, you know, assisting these players and building their page and building their brand and building their followers. Uh, and keep building that up so we could then drive traffic to help these players sell their sponsors products and make their sponsors more and more money. Uh, In return, we're hoping, you know, when contracts, it's time to renew that these sponsors could, you know, could could offer more money to the players and and sponsor more of what we're doing. I mean, our end goal is to get back on television and get this sport as popular as as, as it could be, but it's going to take, it's going to take some time and it's going to take some money. So, I mean, I think that's, that's a big factor. I I, I also believe that we have to go outside the pool community um, and get sponsorship outside, which, you know, I happened to get to this event. I got two, two, uh, two car dealerships that came on board and are sponsoring the event. I have commitments from one large group that owns over 30 stores that they're willing to cover half the expenses if I go back on television. So we're we're going we're definitely going in the right direction. Like I said, these matches are really just to fuel everything else that we're doing, but we're gonna have fun in the meantime. I mean, I, I I love good action and good matches, so I think it'll be real exciting.
0: And I'm looking at the flyer for Shane versus Jason and I see the sponsors on the bottom. Do you want to talk about who they are?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So uh obviously I you know, my, my main main sponsor who's helped me with everything is Omega Billions and ACME cases um he's he's helped me as far back as the clash of the titans and and really and that's mike from omega he's been uh, a huge huge help in helping me get things accomplished that's been tough for me just not having all the connections and uh stuff like that so uh, he, he's definitely my main sponsor without a doubt and, and a good friend uh diamond diamond tables i mean that chad greg brian they, they've been great Um, As far as helping us, making sure that we have a table here to play for all these matches and and as busy as they are with these events that they're having, uh, they've done a great job at at helping us out and they believe in the vision. And and I spent a long, long, long long time on the phone with Chad explaining Money Match Promotions vision and where we're going and where we're heading. Um and it seemed like we were all in line. Same thing with Mike from Omega. I mean, they they have we all we all share the same vision of where we want pool to go and the passion. I think we all share the same passion as well. Um so Diamond Diamonds definitely stepped up a lot to help us out and to make this possible. Uh I chose Rackham TV as my streaming company and I and I chose them for a few reasons. One, you know, Rob Lovelace and, and Billy Guy, the you know, the two guys behind Rackham TV. Uh, they also share a very similar vision. You know, they, their plan is to, um, you know, be like the Netflix of of a uh, pool. I mean, and, and really just be able to go online and watch, you know, all different kinds of matches, whether they're pre-recorded or live. Um, they have a lot of good plans, but I really don't want to, I'm not at liberty to discuss his plans on how he's going to do it, but he's got some great, great plans. They're all about long-term as well, trying to figure out how, the players could benefit from the content that they're being recorded. And that's important for me as well. Same thing goes with our matches. If we sell our matches 30 days later, 60 days later, our players are still going to benefit for as long as I do that. Um, as opposed to some other streamers don't really offer that they're kind of keeping that in their own collection or they never show it and never air it. Uh, we will air these and they will be online. And if we do benefit financially from it, then the players will as well. Um, Outsville and Great White Chalk—they stepped up on board, and and you know they're making our racks. They're even donating racks to our uh, to our VIP guests. They're also donating Great White Chalk, which is—I mean—he really stepped up and and offered a lot to to support us. Uh, he's also helping us behind the scenes, and that's Chris Renfro. He, he's helping us behind the scenes with a few other things that we got in the work. So he's he stepped up dramatically to help us out. Um, And then we have our local DFW tour. That's the DFW nine ball tour. They're a big uh, handicap nine ball tour in Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. And, you know, they've been going strong every month and and just really making it exciting around here for, you know, just for pool fans in general. You know, when I, when I moved to to Texas a couple of years ago, there wasn't much going on. Uh, Mike from Omega had his tour and that was, I mean, that was the only game in town and he was the only one doing anything and, now it's like every other week there's another event, the Clash of the Titans, our match, the DFW tour. there's just always something going on in Dallas nowadays, which is great, so it definitely grew. Um and then our two outside sponsors, I have uh, J. P. Kinman, who's the general manager at uh, John Eagle Honda of Dallas. Uh, he came on board. He's helping us out. Uh, Waxahachie Nissan. they came on board too. they're they're helping out and sponsoring the event. We have uh, a brand new queue maker, Roberto Franco one of the best jump cues I've ever played with. I mean, Justin Bergman shot one shot with it, went in his pocket and said, how much do you want for it? That's how good it was. He's up and coming and really, really makes great, great equipment. i um, definitely going to hear more of his name going around without a doubt. Um, so we got, we have a handful of sponsors that are, that that are supporting what we do and, and help making all this possible.
0: You know, I'm, I'm interested in the decision that you made to go with an outside streaming company just because so often when people put together challenge matches the streaming seems like a secondary thought it's like well you know I've got a camera and somebody will be doing commentary so we'll be good but I find it interesting that instead of taking that task on you were comfortable in handing that off you said you were doing with Rackham Productions Rackham TV correct
1: my decision there was for a few reasons. One, when I sat down with them, well, first, let me back up. Rackham TV, so we're in this in this management agreement, um, we we have written down that the players are, are going to make instructional videos. We have some really good plans on on how to you know how to put some videos out there. That's only going to help the sponsors help the players and and really help grow the game. Rackham TV has a ton of equipment to make to help make that possible. They have a great uh, plan in place on how they're going to grow this game and grow the sport without a doubt. And, and like I said, we shared a lot of the same vision for me. Could I have went and bought my own equipment? Do I have the means to do it? Absolutely. It, it wasn't, it wasn't about that. I mean, even the way, you know, the, just the way I structured my company, to me, it's not about greed. It's about growing. Um, so I feel like the more people that share the same vision that come together in what I'm doing, then the, the, the faster it's going to grow. Uh, and that, that was a big decision of, of why I wanted to do that. I think, and, and Rackham TV is in the same boat as me. I think the price point on pay-per-view is completely out of line. Granted, I, I feel like we're a little cheaper. We're charging 24 95 for three days instead of two days um, with an early bird special for twenty two ninety nine 99 going up until the night before. But our plan is to not keep the price point there. Our plan, I sat with Rackham TV, the owners of them, uh, last Sunday and we both agreed that the price point needs to be five dollars a day. Now how we're gonna get there <clears throat> excuse me. How we're gonna get there is gonna be a combination of of you know helping our sponsors make money, requiring a little bit more from them, give them more exposure, uh, and raising more money for these events so we don't have to depend on the pay per view and selling VIP seats. Our mm-hmm. goal would be to do these high, you know, high stakes money matches every two weeks. If we didn't have to depend on 24.95 and selling VIP seats just to break even, I mean, I'm been I'm not going to benefit. I, I won't profit at all for this event. I know it um, because we're doing a lot to to kind of promote it, and we have a, a lot of plans in place. Like I said, it's not about a profit. Uh, it's about you know, if I could break even, I'll be happy. Rackham TV feels the same way. It's about growing the sport. Um, and bring in some excited matching, matches to the fans. So uh, as as we go, our price point will get lower and lower. Um, we're actively looking for more sponsors to come on board. And think about it, you know, the the more money that I raise, the, the more frequent I could hold these matches, which means the more exposures the sponsors can get. Right. So it's the same concept as the store. The you know, the more products that we sell, the more money that they could put back into the pool, and we all make more money. So we're using that same strategy and philosophy on the streaming side as well.
0: Now, we've talked quite a bit about uh, your first match, Shane and Jason, but you you've alluded to having a second match pretty much ready to go. Are you able to talk about that?
1: Yeah, so I could talk about it uh, except for the dates. I'm waiting for Sky to confirm a date I have. So my first match, my second match is going to be Sky Woodward and Earl Strickland. Uh, Earl has never been to DFW before, and I'm a big fan of Earl. He was a huge inspiration for me in my game, without a doubt, growing up when I got into this game over 20 years ago. Um, and he, he just – he hasn't been here in years and years. So we wanted to put that match together. Um, you know, talking to Earl a little bit, he thinks he's going to win that match easily. Talking to Sky, he feels the same way. Um, I think it's going to be a fun match, without a doubt. Um I'm going to have Earl in in, in Texas um, quite often. Um, we're, we're going to be doing some instructional videos for him as well, um, and and a few other things that we got going. Skyler, uh, Skyler's uh, girlfriend Ashley, she's she's involved in my company. She's the the COO of my company. She's going to be helping out with the store and running the events. Uh, so she's actively involved in what we're doing um anytime sky is not playing sky will be here commentating on these matches as well he's sky is going to be one of my commentators on on the uh shane and shaw match oh, okay. uh, i think uh yeah so he, he'll be here doing that C.J. wiley very very close personal friend of mine he'll be commentating with sky during the shane and shaw match uh billy and cardone we spoke a few a few times he he wants to come by and kind of jump in there and uh, jump in for a few and come check the match out. So we'll have a special guest appearance by him and possibly somebody else. I'd just rather not say yet because I'm not 100% confirmed. Um, but yeah, that that's going to be our second match. I'm not sure. I'm working it out with the stakers now on how they want the format. Um, so we're up in the air. I don't know if it's going to be one long race, if it's going to be a couple of short races, a best of five, whether it's... We're just up in the air on that. But for sure, they're both playing and it's probably going to be sometime in October.
0: Okay, now, so between these two matches, the four players that you have management agreements are all represented. Um, are you Are you set with these four players or are you looking to sign more players?
1: So that's a good question. I, I, and And like I told the players, so I have what's called the players' pool. So meaning that these four players are part of the company. And they will benefit. there's a percentage a certain percentage that I allocated towards the players' pool that those four players will share. As I told them, we will take a vote. If we want to add somebody else into the players' pool, we will all sit down and we will all take a vote whether we want to bring that person in. I guess the decision on how or why we would bring somebody else in is if they could bring if if they could bring value to the group, meaning, You know, a big part of what we're doing is is to generate sales on our store. So right now, if if the store made X for the month, well, X amount of percentage is going to go into that player's pool and those four players will split it. Well, we would consider bringing somebody else into the pool if they would bring value and they could drive traffic from their social media that we would help them with through paid marketing and organic, you know, uh, just all different types of stuff that we would do. If they could drive traffic to our website, um, then we would consider doing it on, you know, make a business decision to do that. Does that mean that I, will I play other players? Will other players play in money match matches? Absolutely. Without a doubt. We have some other plans that we're putting in place to create teams of guys that would that will play teams against each other. And we'll build a brand around that team and have that brand send traffic to the website. So that team could all turn a profit as well. So, we don't just want to help the four players. We, we truly do want to help all the players out there. I think these guys work hard. They travel a lot. They don't get paid enough. And, and I think they all deserve to make more money. That is the plan. The plan is to, is to get all these great players involved in matches, given the ability to make money uh, more than just the match itself. So we, like I said, we're still, there's, there's some stuff that I can't really go too deep into because we have some great plans aside from just these matches. Um, but to answer your question, yes, I am open to signing other players as long as it makes sense for everybody. Um, and they can kind of hold their own weight and they're a team player and everybody kind of works together, uh, as well as some other plans that are coming into place very, very soon that we'll go public with that will allow other players to come on board and have a chance to make money with us as well.
0: Okay. So you've said that you're definitely going to bring in players who you don't represent into the match or into uh different matches but let's turn it in the other direction these four players or you know however many players that you end up representing are they able to play in challenge matches for other productions Yes. so
1: what what i what i have set up inside the contract was I've, i've tried to figure out a way to where everybody could benefit off of each other. So what, what we placed inside that contract is that our company is perfectly fine with these players playing in other matches, but the streamer or event coordinator or event planner would have to pay our company a fee and that fee would get split and get put, a portion of that fee would get put into the player's pool and every other player that's in that core group would benefit from that as well. So everything, everything that these guys do, everybody else will benefit. So let me give you an example, a management fee. I do have a management fee in place if I get them more money than they currently had. If I get them more money and I take a fee, well, a, a portion of that fee is going to go into the player's pool. So every player is going to benefit from what everybody else does. So we all kind of grow together. Uh, And that's kind of that's kind of what the plan is. Now, I have no problem with them playing in any other any other matches, stream matches, pay-per-view, as long as everything, you know, it doesn't conflict with what we're doing. um, And we're just kind of all in agreement with it. I'm not trying to prevent these guys from making any money whatsoever. The whole purpose of this is to help these guys make more money, not prevent them from making any money.
0: Well, Phil, it sounds very interesting, and I think it'll be fun to, to follow the product or follow the project and, and see how it turns out. Again, it's August 16th, 17th, and 18th. Shane versus Jason. Um, if someone's in Texas and wants to watch the match in person, where is it at?
1: So it's at Pockets Sports Bar in Euless, Texas. Um, if they want to buy tickets, I have an, intera- an interactive seating chart on our website, which is moneymatchpromotions.com. They can go on that, click on the seating chart, pick what seat they want, buy the seat right there. They also have the option to buy the early bird special pass, which is $22.99 up until the night before the match starts. Um, and they can view, you know, view the pay-per-view right there on the spot. Um, they could also find us on Facebook for MoneyMatchPromotions.com. We have a great promotion going on right now. We're doing a free giveaway for an Acme case that's going to be signed by those two players, Jar and Shane. Uh, and all they have to do is just, you know, like, share the page and subscribe to our page. And they, they get a free, you know, free chance to win that. Um, but yeah, that's 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 all they have to do. Just visit our website. And they could either, you know, watch the pay-per-view live right from our website or, or uh, buy tickets to come see the match in person. We'll also have, uh, so one of the largest radio stations in Dallas, Texas, called The Ticket Sports Radio Show. Uh, they're also pretty popular throughout the country. They're going to, they one of the guys on the show happens to be a huge pool fan. They reached out to us. They're going to come and, and cover the event as well as take the players on their show a couple of days earlier, do some interviews with them and kind of promote the match on The Ticket. I think that's a really great, uh, a great thing for us of uh, uh, what's happening with that. I think that's also part of how we're going to go outside the pool community to get some more fans. Um, I, I think that was a big win for us and, and for the players as well. So I'm really excited about that. That's Justin Montemayor. He's coming with uh, one of his co-hosts. And like I said, they'll cover the event and speak about it on their show and bring the players on the show and kind of promote everything for us. So that's, We're really excited about that.
0: Well, it sounds like you've got some great things working and Sounds like you've got some great ideas going. Uh, I'll look forward to getting back with you after the Shane and Jason match, and we'll see where things are.
1: Absolutely. I really appreciate it, Mike. Thanks for everything that you do for the game as well.
0: No problem. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Phil. All right. Thank you. All right. That was Phil. Sounds very interesting. Um, I, I hope some of his plans come to fruition. I I love some of the things that he's talking about there, and and more content and getting the pros to embrace social media and embracing social media is a perfect segue to the second interview. Now, I'll give you a warning now before you listen to the interview with Rahanna. If you don't have a lot of energy, maybe pause the podcast, go get a cup of coffee, go get some caffeine because I had a hard time keeping up with Ra, and I was in the conversation with him. So listening to it is certainly going to be a challenge to keep up with, but I say that with tongue-in-cheek. Here is Rahanna from On The Wire. And I'm joined now from California by On The Wire Creative Media's Rahanna. Rah, how's it going? Oh
2: man, I'm fantastic. How you doing, Mike?
0: I'm good, I'm good. I'm not nearly as good as you, though. You, you are always, <laughs> you got more energy than, than my kids did when they were hopped up on sugar.
2: Well, my dad said, if you ain't first, you last.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay, that works. So, yeah. uh, on the wire creative media, you and Bo, um, how long you guys been yeah. doing what you do?
2: It'll be four years this year.
0: Okay, and yeah. for the one or two people left in the pool world that don't know what it is you guys <laughs> do, can you can you tell them?
2: Yeah, so what we do... Uh, we bring exposure and uh, product, high production values to beard enterprises, whether you are a marketer, a streamer, or a pro player. We come at it from like, we're like entertainment tonight. We just came at it from a different perspective that, uh, you know, we wanted to do events that people would, would want to see and put your product in a better light. That's, that's basically what where we're at.
0: And you guys, do, you guys do quite a bit of video work. Now, yeah. looking at your Facebook page, there's a couple different services you offer, like a, a tournament kit, a sponsorship package. Can you talk about those?
2: I break it down. Okay, so a TPA. So for people who don't know, we did the whole U.S. Open before Matchroom brought it, the one before that. So when I say the whole thing, we do the Facebook page, we, do all, we answer all the posts, we do all the graphics, and then we do the live reporting. Also, so everything that you saw from the first, the first, uh, the one right before Barry was us. Same thing um, as uh, if you were a pro player, we would build you a website and teach you how to market yourself. So we we would do all the design. We do all the web work. And then we would do all the Facebook also, all the social media. We are like the social media gurus trying to get players in our sport more exposure.
0: The the first interview that I did for this show was with Phil over at uh, Money Match Promotions, and a big part of what he's doing is the social media side of things. In the past, you look at the top players; they didn't really understand why they needed a website. They didn't understand why they needed a social media presence. That's not the case anymore, is it?
2: No, no. They are they're getting savvy. They're understanding their worth, and they're starting to really get the hang of the branding. You need to brand yourself, you know, whether it's for your personality or you're playing like the hitman, Thorsten Holman, in shape, smart, uh, personable, April April Larson, the grinder, you know, she's going to come and get you, uh, Alison Fisher, the Duchess of Doom. They had to make themselves a product in these days. It's not like the old days, you know, where you can just be a, a great pool player and get applauded for that. No, a sponsor wants to know that if somebody's coming to your site, how many eyeballs are, is he going to get if he puts his patch on your shirt? That's what, they're, that's what they're thinking. So now these pool players are getting pretty smart. And there's, there's a bunch of companies out there that's doing great things.
0: Do you think the American players struggle with this concept a little bit as opposed to the Europeans?
2: Absolutely. The problem, I I equate it to this. I think think my U.S. players, and let's get it straight, I love the USA. I love the USA. And I think we are gunslingers. We are the guys. If you got it, we want it, we're going to come get it. But – that era is kind of bypassed us a little bit. The the Europeans and a Taiwanese robot style, you know, it's Rocky and Drago all over again. We are the hardworking. We're going to get you in a pool hall, smoky time. Those guys are, are working out and, and using, you know, uh PAT training and having coaches and things like that. They're, they're a little ahead of us in that respect, but I think America is catching up with the new, with the new guys. Now we got, you know, Billy and sky and, and uh, um, Tyler Steyer. Watch these guys make these big changes in the game, leaps and bounds, by becoming better athletes. I think that's the key, Mike.
0: And talking about the up-and-coming players, you were in a perfect position to see the up-and-coming players last week when you were covering the Junior Nationals.
2: Oh, man, Mike, I'm going to tell you something. You know, I've, I've done big events. I've done the Moscone Cup. I've done the U.S. Open. I've done the World Pool Series. They used that ballpark village, but no event gets me more hype than watching the future of pool. It is so exciting to watch these kids, you know, get out there and leave it all on the felt. And and the thing that I didn't know before I started, shout out to Sam Deep for getting me started in uh, Desiree, um, was that they have really great they're they're really good students. Three point fives, four point you know, they're they're not dumb. You know what I mean? These kids are it's just exciting for me, and, and I'm so blessed that uh, the BEF and the, B, the BCA allow me to be a part of that because it's good seeing them grow up. I've been doing it for four years now, so I've seen these guys going from something to nothing, and sometimes it's real heartbreaking you know, to watch them lose, and then sometimes it's just really uplifting that lets me know that I'm doing the right thing.
0: Well, you're definitely doing the right thing. I mean, you bring something to the game that is sorely lacking.
2: Well, Mike, that's because, you know, I'm I'm on both sides of the coin. You know, if people don't know, I'm a real actor, you know, so I know production and I have friends, lifelong friends with the pool players. So I know their plight, too. And uh, contrary to popular belief, you know, I sat in the booth with Ernesto Dominguez for three years. I know pool. I sat in there with Mark Wilson. I, I just sat with Jeanette. I just sat with Allison. They know my job isn't to say, hey, this guy's going to go two rails, one tip of inside English, three rails. My thing is that the, the super smart player besides me is to let somebody who doesn't know anything about pool get them excited about it. And we're not going to get them excited about it if we just talk to us. And by us, I mean the pool players. We understand what three tips of inside English is. Mom Dukes at home baking cookies, she doesn't know what we're talking about. So we gotta, we got to break it down for them, too.
0: Well, I mean, any good commentary in any of the professional sports is going to have somebody doing facts and somebody doing color, and you can't have just one.
2: <laughs> wow, you can say that again, because people think <laughs> that you can have just one. You know what I mean? And i I sat there, and I, I'll tell you, you know, Double J, close to being right there. I like Carl Boys. I like Alex Lele. You know, the guys have some personality. You need to be able to, you know. Mark Wilson said I was the best color commentary he ever said next to. It's because my job is just to keep the, the show flowing. That's what it is. It's to keep it moving. I know you're smart. We know you're smart, but we got to keep it so we can understand. You know what I mean, Mike? Sometimes those technical terms are gonna turn people away. And I think the the age of the tuxedos, right? The tuxedos and everybody sitting around polite at the table watching. I think. The byproduct of that is that people are afraid to get excited when they're watching a pool match. man, I almost broke Mark Wilson's arm. I punched him in the arm so hard Mike one time when I watched <laughs> I was watching you know I was watching Jason Shaw make that classic comeback at the US Open. me and Mark was like I was screaming in that booth. I was screaming and people on AZ killed me. <laughs> but I was so excited to watch these guys you know it's exciting to watch a guy move away from that train to watch a guy fire a full length a uh, follow shot to come back and land within a circumference of a dime. Cause if he misses that dime, he's done, you know? So that gets me, I really love the game. If, if nobody doesn't know that they should know that I love the game. And I want, I wanted to, I think these guys deserve, and women, I think they deserve a platform where they can make a living, Mike, where they can make a living. I think the way that we do it, it's a mix of both. You need Ra Hanna, and you need that technical guy, and we need more pomp and circumstance, you know? And uh, I'm, I'm really happy to provide that because, uh, you know, big shout-out to Matt Truman and Emily Fraser for letting me do the uh, the um, uh, Moscone Cup, and I'm doing it again this year. And I'm going to be the fire starter. I'm out there, you know, I interview people. like It was so great to talk to Nick Varner and uh, you know, Jim Rampey and Pat Fleming and all these great people that I used to watch on tape. And to see them and to get their perspective but to feel that energy in that arena from the United States and from Europe even though we lost that that's a once in a lifetime feeling and I, I'm ready to start this fire this year too boy I'm ready Mike
0: well and you make a great uh, a great front man out there. I mean, you know, there are people like myself who do things in the background, but trust me, I'm not meant to be out there where you're at. I couldn't do it. Hey,
2: listen, man, listen, I'm, I'm going to give you all the credit in the world because you are one of the guys. I mean, you get you get everything thrown at you, the kitchen sink, the truck, the everything, and you just keep on rolling. You guys, if it wasn't for AZ, it's, it, AZ is the Wikipedia pool. There was nobody close to you guys. If you want to know something, you have to go there. And my running joke is this, Mike. I always tell America. I say this. I said, listen, if you guys, we don't have a product yet, right? I said, so if if Mike Harington gave me ten million dollars right now and said, Ra, you got five minutes to get me the top ten pros from the United States on the phone right now. Who do I call? <laughs> who do I call? Right? Those guys are going to lose out on that money because if I'm not calling a stakehorse horse or their buddy's buddy, or if their girlfriend's not managing them, they're going to be in trouble. You know what I mean? So that's just, that's kind of exaggerated, but that's my point is that we need to get back to that. You know, we need to get back to that. And if they can start to understand, I think the youth understand that in order to make a product, they just have to, you don't have to, um, you know, like I said, no tuxedos and stuff like that, but you got to look presentable and you got to be willing to talk. You got to be willing to engage your audience big shout out sky woodward every year mike he comes and he talks to those kids billy thorpe was there shane was there we have to give back we have to give back
0: and you got a chance to see and and for anyone who's not familiar with the junior nationals the junior nationals is broken down into uh male and female and it's uh 14 and under 16 and under and 18 and under so in the 18 and under. Uh, boys and girls uh, divisions. I mean, that's that's really the, the cream of the crop that's going to be playing in pro events, right?
2: That's exactly right. Exactly right. I mean, you have guys like Ricky Evans and upper comers like Lucas Fercasa-Werner, and then our eventual winner of that was Caden Hunkins-KRIP. But you can see where, uh, where our farm system is coming from, and you can see where we're uh, lacking. You know, they need funding, and they need support. Big, big shout-out to... Peach Hour and Simonis and those guys who put their money where their mouth is and everybody who's out there donating their time. So if people think that that people from the BF are making a lot of money, I'm here to remind you, it is totally free. Your time is volunteered. And I worked from 9 to 11, which actually is 8 to 11, you know, every day to bring those to bring the stream. Because I feel they need a platform. America needs to step up. And like I, I say this, you know, those big steak horse, they bet 50,000, 25,000 on on a, a match. Right. So why don't you just give a kid 10 G's? Put that put that to the BF. Let them get some fancy shirts. Let them get, you know, scholarships so that so they feel like they have a future because the pool hall is not the future. You, that's not going to do anything for you.
0: I can see that. Yeah. It it you know, it, there's two different sides to the game. You know, there's that, yes. that action side, and then there's the professional yes. side. And the BEF right. is, is deeply into the professional side.
2: Absolutely. I mean, listen, how do you feel? How do you feel? You want, you're at the pinnacle. When you put those, that, that jersey on with those three letters on the back, USA, you are representing the country. What higher uh, levels can you aspire to? It's like our Olympics. It's like our Olympics. You're going to play for the world team. You're going to go and play the world. It's like, and you're representing your country. You're representing everybody who loves pool. You're representing me. They're representing you. And it's, it's so amazing to me. I think it's no, no higher um, honor. I really do. I, I think it should be held in the highest esteem.
0: I, I don't mean to, to put you on the spot here, but from the experience that you've had over the last four years and then again right. last week... Um, yes. what names should we be looking for? I mean what names do you think are gonna break out?
2: Okay, okay. I, I think uh Cody Allen, uh Cody's from uh Tampa Bay, Florida, uh up and coming, young gun. He he's he's on the way. And you have um, Trenton White from Plant City, Florida. But the guy I think the most look out for is Lazaro Martinez, the third. Him and his brother Gabe has made super strides in their game and I think they are probably the um the best you know, all those guys I mentioned are the best hybrids you know they have a little bit of the the pool hall swagger, but they also have the uh discipline they have the discipline of what it takes to be a world champion
0: okay, I could and I wasn't familiar with any of those names,
2: you know those kids like you know Ricky Ricky was probably like yeah, multiple time champion Ricky Evans his his brother Nick used to play to multiple time champion multiple times. Uh, He represented the United States, Um, but Cody and Trenton and my man, Joey Tate, Joey Tate, uh, he's, he is, if if there was a a Boy Scout badge for being everything, Joey Tate would get it. He has the fire, uh, the determination. He has, he has everything that you need to become a champion. I think they have all the weapons. They just need the polish, Mike. You know, it's like you have a nice car and it runs good, but needs a tune up. That's what these kids need. They got to be put under the fire also and for me you know i put them in front of the camera because i want them to 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 be savvy and to be seasoned so that if somebody did give them a sponsorship they would know how to talk not now when they're 14 16 18 but when they become young adults so they can handle themselves in the field you know what i mean
0: um i would think perfect example would be april larson
2: oh listen so april larson is you know and and when we started we we um you know, we sponsored two players. One was Chris Robinson and the other was April Larson. We built her website and we, we did her Facebook and we gave her a present. But she did that herself because she's so, I, I think, she's like what Jeanette Lee was to pull back those days. I think April Larson is. I think she is the new. She has, um, you know, she's not bulletproof. She's human. She shows her emotion side. She loves the fans. She's a great student. She's out there with Mark Wilson at Lindenwood, you know, the unheralded man who doesn't get enough respect in, in my opinion, but doing great things for pool. And she understands, but trust, she will tell you, I talked to her on the phone. I talked to her. I said, listen, you know, when you're, when you're out there all the time and you're representing the United States, it's a 24 hour job. You don't just get it when you're in front of the camera. You know, you get it when you, when you lose, you know, you lose a match, you lose five, nothing. And a kid comes up and wants an autograph. You, you got to turn it on. You got to smile, shake that kid's hand, take that picture. You know, you have to do that.
0: And a lot of our top pros just don't understand that.
2: They Mike, so, it, you know, and I don't blame them because they really didn't have the training that the, the youth has with, with the social media and the outreach and stuff. Those guys are just, they're they're mini Earl Stricklands. They're mini Johnny Arches, but Johnny got a great presence. Earl is just a apex predator. I'm looking to eat. You're in my way, I'm gonna take you down. right? So the Americans who are coming up, you know, it, it's not a, it's not a big plate to eat from. You got a hundred champions and they go to a tournament and it's $10,000 first place or $5,000. So you got to beat your buddy. <laughs> you got to beat them. You came on the road with them, you got to beat them by any means necessary. So they haven't learned that um, that's good great sportsmanship. The one thing I would say for USA that's changing now, and I've seen it because I pro- you pro- probably watch more pool than me, but I watch a ton, is that the camaraderie, the true camaraderie and brotherhood that exists in the other countries, the Philippines, Taiwan, uh, Poland, England. Those guys they might not like each other, Mike, but they get together on that felt and they're a team. And I think United States, God bless, is getting there. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that we're 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 um, being able to uh, defend ourselves, you know, and it's under superior firepower, you know, it's it's under superior firepower. Europe, Europe is so huge. They can, they have, they have a better, you know, uh, field to pick from, you know, we just have the United States, but I'm proud of our boys. And I think we're going to be proud of them again in November. I really do.
0: Do you think that that has happened more as the other countries Ability has gone up where it's kind of, uh, you know, when we were at the top of the food chain, we didn't have to stick together as a team. But now, you know, you're all being attacked by all these foreign powers.
2: Right. So, Mike, so listen, I I look at it like a coach. Right. So I have the United States had the best players in the world from Earl to Johnny to Nick. Where did those foreign foreign players came? They came to the United States. You want to learn how to break? You want to learn how to play nine ball? They all had to come over here. But guess what they did? They came over here, they assimilated, and they took that knowledge back. But with their work ethic that they had, because the United States is like non-drill happy, we can't be doing drills, just throw balls on the table and gamble. You will get better, trust me. <laughs> you know They took that disciplined approach, and they came here, and they did what we did, and they did it better. That's what they did. And you can still look at it. All the top uh, players from out of uh, you know, out the country, they come to the United States to get the knowledge. They do, because we have what they don't have. The United States under fire is a monster. that You can't teach heart. You can teach fundamentals. You can teach everything else, but you can't teach heart. And that's what the United States has. They have heart. But now they're getting that little polish. But we're playing catch-up, Mike. We're playing catch-up.
0: It's definitely a different position than the players, you know, the American players have been in in the past.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when was the United States the underdog? We should go to Moscone Cup and, you know, you're counting the trophy before you even left. You know, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. We just mollywopped them. Now those guys got tired of it and, you know, they, they, you know, they did the bear down and they're ready. You know, they're ready. They're like United States, what? We're coming. You know, I remember England, you know, I, I talked to Marcus. Marcus said, I could bring three teams over here. You know, let's let's look at it. They had teams where they left out Mika. They left out Thorsten. They left out. There's so many champions. They left out. I said, you know what? Truly, they could. But, you know, we still got Johnny and Rock and some of those people who could probably make a good little comeback. You know what I mean? But it would be tough, Mike.
0: No, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Well, Ra, I am exhausted just talking to you for 20 minutes. (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, it's all right. Well, I'm just going to tell you, let's do this quick plug. Uh, myself and AccuStats, we will be doing the International Open coming up part two. And we're going to have a junior division. They're going to play live on, on the table. And after that, I'll be at the Moscone Cup. So, America, get ready. Pool is here to stay. And, and, you know, if you guys are out there, support AZ, support me, support all the streamers out there. Because if we don't stick together, we're going to fall apart.
0: Absolutely. And they can support you by going to?
2: Yeah, they can go to Underwide Creative Media at Facebook, or they could go on to Instagram at TheRawHanna or Facebook at TheRawHanna. And just, you know, like, subscribe, follow follow the feeds, because in the marketplace, if you want to sell a product and they say, well, can you bring eyeballs to it? I say, yes, I can. You know, I think I'm the only one of the only streamers without a super championship brand. I get over 3000. You know, when I have a heavy... Uh, schedule, I get over 3,000 viewers and it's not for five minutes. They come and watch, you know, and I think that's another thing that a lot of streamers could learn is that you got to get away from that model. You have to give some kind of um, excitement, entertainment. You you have to be able to entertain and teach at the same time.
0: I am with you. I will see you at the International and I'll probably see you at Moscone Cup too.
2: All right, man. Thank you for this opportunity, man. And you keep on pressing.
0: All right. Thanks, Raul. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. Okay, that was Ra. I appreciate the time that both Phil and Ra took this week for the show, and I appreciate the time you took to listen. Again, you know, I, I don't do a show every week. I'd love to be able to do one every week. I, I just I, I don't have any excuse. But for those times when you're, you're jonesing for a pool podcast, there's always Cue the It Up podcast. Uh, Nate does a great job. He's releasing three episodes a week. He's got all kinds of stuff there. So you can go to cueituppodcast.com. Until the next episode, thanks for listening. And Dave, we are thinking about you.